This is the Kissed by Cancer podcast created by Joni and Lauren, mother and daughter. Navigating Joni's healing journey of stage four metastatic breast cancer while working to change the conversation about cancer. Welcome back to Kissed by Cancer. Today we have Maria. She's a breast cancer survivor who holistically shrunk both her tumors in her left breast. We can't wait to dive in and learn more about her journey and share things she learned along the way. Maria, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate being able to tell my story to as many people as possible to give hope. Oh my gosh, you just gave me goosebumps just saying (laughs) hope. I love it. So tell us about your journey. When did this happen? How did this happen? You know, give us, give us the story. Yep. Okay. Okay. So this, this happened in 2019 in the summer, July, I got my diagnosis uh, four days before we were due to go on the mission field to Zambia. And it it was, it was, ah, gosh, as my husband was with me, I was glad he was with me and um, getting that diagnosis was something that I was not expecting at all because I was eating properly, you know, taking care of myself and exercising and doing those things to keep something from that happening. And it did. And when I got the diagnosis, I sat there and I was like, well, what do I do? And they give you what you should do. And I sat there thinking, I don't want to do what they're telling me because of the, prog- the prognosis that they were giving me or the protocol, I'll say they gave me was very intense. And at that time, I was like, well, we're going on a mission field. I have, you know, grandchildren I want to enjoy. And they're telling me this long span of time that I have to take care of getting rid of what I had. Um, And I just sat there. I didn't know what to say. I didn't know what to do. It felt like a brick wall had fallen on me and I couldn't get it off. And so at that particular time, I heard the words, wait, the, the word, wait. Mm-hmm. And, and I said, wait. So then I heard it again. And then this time I kind of like postured myself. I got kind of like, yeah, that sounds good. I, I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> I can wait. I want to wait. <laughs> and so I told the doctor, I said, well, I have to wait. And she says, well, you really shouldn't do that. And I said, well, I have to, because we're on our way on the mission field and we can't cancel that. And so that's what we ended up doing. We ended up being able to leave without setting an appointment for surgery because I was going on a mission field. And so when I got back, I was supposed to contact them. And of course, they contacted me. <laughs> so want their money. Story. Yeah, yeah. They contacted me first before I could even get my feet back on the ground good in, in U.S. soil. And um, they, you know, said, make your appointment for your surgery, which was in August. And I was like, no, August is my birthday. <laughs> Why was I thinking, you know, you just irrational things going on with me but I was like no August is my birthday and I want to celebrate my birthday and they said well let's make it for after that and they were real patient with me and I was like no I need a second opinion 
And, and so I went from that to a second opinion. And of course, the doctor said the same exact thing and the same exact protocol. And I, I just could not. I just could not. So it was like, well, Lord, you told me to wait. So what am I waiting for? And um, during the two, it was a two and a half year journey. So that was the very beginning. Um, right after that, we started facing the pandemic. Yes. And things started closing and, you know, just now what do I do? You know, right. if I did have surgery at this point, I would be really, very, very nervous about it. And um, so I decided to listen still to that voice that said, wait, which was the Lord I know said, wait again. And after things started opening back up in that summer, I went to a different doctor, different hospital, and they did the, um, I did the mammogram all over again. So this is something that, you know, I'm, I'm glad it was a year later. Yeah. Did and you still hadn't around. done anything. Is this correct? Still hadn't done anything. I, I, still okay. Had not. How did you not worry that things were growing, getting worse, uh, spreading? I mean, I, I know that you're very spiritual and you trust mm -hmm. God in helping you mm -hmm. heal and et cetera. Yes. But yes. I think my mind would have been going crazy and you were fine. My mind was going okay. crazy. Okay, good. <laughs> a little more normal. <laughs> it was, and, and I had to do a lot of praying, um, a lot of um, seeking God. And like I said, because... You know, I wanted the second opinion. I got the second opinion. Then I wanted a third opinion. So I was stalling. Mm -hmm. And in the meantime, still eating like I was eating and doing research on other things as far as, well, how did this happen? Where did this start? You know, it's not hereditary. What's going on with my body? And so um, I was did doing you, all of that. Did yeah. you start anything on your own? Did you start juicing? Did you start eliminating meat? Uh, tell me about that part of it. Because this is a full yeah. year now. It's a full year. And I completely went um, drastic. I, I'll say it's drastic because I, I stopped with the sugars, the uh, meats. I went vegan slash plant-based slash alkaline. Mm -hmm. nice. and yeah just totally and then not only that but it was you know of course you take care of your diet but you have to have your exercise in there and sleep sleep is just as important and there's hours that you should sleep so that your body can regenerate itself it can heal itself during those particular hours and so I, I was making sure I was going to sleep at the proper time and getting the rest that I needed. And then I switched out all personal care items, household items, making sure that nothing as much as possible was toxic going on my body or using it in, within my house. So um, they even got an air purifier put in the home. So when I say I went drastic, I went drastic. Mm -hmm. um, and like I said, all of this was researched. 
information. It wasn't just coming out of my head or, or, or just doing something that I thought was going to help me, but it was, did, I did a lot of research and reading and people giving me information. Um, I was at the, at the time even looking for a holistic doctor or, you know, but most of the places were half and half conventional and holistic. And one place in particular that we went to took our, I don't, I won't say take our money because we had the chance of not having them um, take our money, but it was Hollywood. This particular place was all Hollywood and it was not real. And I was like, oh my God, what an experience, you know, to have the oncologist start talking to you about people evolving from apes and then going into a whole different, <laughs> a whole different yeah. conversation. <clears throat> oh. So that was, and then the person that was supposed to give me um, a treatment at that time, she ran out of time. We had already paid her and she ran out of time and could not service me that day. And then couldn't come up with another day to service me. So I was like, what, what? just happened? <laughs> You weren't supposed to have that yeah. service. Uh-uh. No, no, mm-hmm. no. Mm-hmm. So I had to fight to get my money back on that yeah. one um, because she did not give me the service. And I had to prove that she didn't. So oh, that's weird. Just, yeah, this is all taking place in the same building. And she did say that to me and she did not service me. But um, that was, yeah, that was the first year. As so if this, this not getting cancer is stressful enough, yeah, and then and to have, you know, mm-hmm. people like that out there that are trying to take advantage of of mm-hmm. us, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Yeah, hundreds of dollars. And you so. you mentioned, and sorry to interrupt, but you mentioned mm-hmm. that you did a lot of research. Is there any mm-hmm. in particular that you started to follow that you feel um, helped you? Like mm-hmm. particular books or who who um, one book in particular, um she was on the Oprah show and I went on that show a few years back. Um Christine Northrop Northrop. Northrop. Oh, interesting. Okay. And she has a book on menopause and she has another another book out. But the one book that I received from being on the show was the one on menopause. And in that, it's a, it's a really thick book. I, I should wish I would have had it right, right by me. It's a really, really, really thick book. And she talks about the cancers and how cancer um, is being reported. And, and nine times out of 10, the, the person does not have to go through the total protocol that's being told to them. And there's ways of you know, I'm having your body to heal. And so that was the one book that I went to. And also um, Dr. CB is another um, individual one. Um, he's no longer alive, but his work is still out there. Sure. And so those, those two um, individuals was what I really grabbed hold to. Mm-hmm. And your, your diagnosis was postmenopausal or premenopausal? Mm-hmm. Premenopausal. It was. It was post. Postmenopausal, post. mm-hmm. and are and it's estrogen based, obviously. 
Mm-hmm. And are you ER positive, ER negative? Do you remember what you? It was none of that. It was so, yes. I didn't have to have wow. any hormone, hormone therapies whatsoever. None. Interesting. Wow. Okay, mm-hmm. so wait, so you go, so you, <laughs> I know, so you don't do yeah. it. So, so you put off treatment for a year. Take us, okay, so you, take us back to the second year. So you go back, you go to your, you go to a new hospital, mm-hmm. you get a mammogram. In 2020. In 2020. Is it mm-hmm. still there? It's still there. Okay. And the doctor tells me it got worse. Oh. And I believe that it did not get worse because I was feeling great. I had energy. I mean, I felt healed. I totally felt healed. So when he told me that, I, I was devastated. And he was like, what are you doing to yourself? You know, you're crazy. And I said, I didn't do this to myself. I'm not crazy. You know, pandemic came and nobody was going into the hospitals, yeah, but people with right. COVID. And um, so I said, immediately when things opened up, I came back to, you know, starting to see what I need to do next. And so he says, okay, the next thing, let's get you to a surgeon and let's, you know, start this process all over again. Now, when I went to the surgeon, the surgeon told me to go back to where I started from. Uh, mm-hmm. He didn't want to have anything to do with, with it. He's like, just, he says, go back to the hospital and the doctor that you started out with first. Why would he do that? What do you think? He, he that's what he told me. And I, my husband and I was sitting there like, what just happened? It was, you just, it got, was, you just got kicked out. I just got kicked out. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Of a, he didn't, he didn't want to deal with it. Um, at this point, they said it got worse. So he didn't want to deal with the fact that it got worse. So So go back to where, who gave you the initial diagnosis. diagnosis. So Mm -hmm. worse meant it was growing. It was spreading. It was that all they said was it got worse. And I was like, can I see? Yeah. You know, and they weren't giving me, matter of fact, they weren't giving me records. It, It was I had, I, they told me to get the records from before I sent those. They, they didn't get them. I yeah. took them there. I don't know why they didn't get them because I hand delivered yeah, the records and they lost them evidently. And so, I yeah, mean, I, don't, <laughs> I don't want to sound negative, but it sounds like you're in a very small community that doesn't really understand where I, I don't know where do you live you would be surprised where I'm at <laughs> I'm in I'm in the Chicagoland area so it's a large large community with mm-hmm. many many mm-hmm. ecology departments and yes hospitals and doctors and choices wow um and then you're dealing with the insurance and type of insurance yeah. and then where you can go with that insurance so I did change insurances to match where I needed to go and wanted to go. Um, so that that happened in, 20, in 2020, going into 2021. Um, and at this time, I, you know, I was like, wow, he said it got worse, but I don't believe it got worse. Yeah. I really didn't. I didn't feel like it got worse. You know, nothing looked different. Everything looked good. And so 
um, this is when I was like, I was like, I need someone to monitor me. I really do at this point, just someone that will agree to monitor me. And I went through this, you know, that was in August and I went September and was looking for places that were, would take me, that would take my insurance, that would, you know, or we had to come out of pocket, not in mind, this is my health. So I didn't, we didn't mind whatever it takes. Right, of course. And in December, 2020, and the reason why, um, I'll just say this, we're, we're females and everyone knows it was breast cancer on the left breast. And at, in December, I started noticing that my nipple, which was inverted because the cancer was drawn in, into the body, the nipple, and so it was drawn in, it started coming back out. So things are better. Mm-hmm. They have to be but, better. They have to be better, but I got scared. I really yeah, got scared. And there's change. Yeah. There's, yeah. I was like, what is happening here? You know, and, and so it, 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 it started to come out. And January it got a little bit bigger. So I was like, oh my God, what's going on? So I, I was having a conversation with a young lady about something totally different um, about my business and was, you know, talking to her. And she called me the next day and she says, I don't know if you know exactly where I work, but she says, I work in the cancer center at Northwestern Hospital and I can hook you up with the best breast surgeon on staff. Oh my gosh. (laughs) And that's why I was like, yes. And this is a year and a half post-diagnosis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think you had a little mm-hmm. angel cross yeah. from you that day. Yes, <laughs> yes. I mean, totally because it was, I was, I, I didn't know what else to do. And I yeah. did not want to feel like I was being neglectful, but I know I was told to wait. And so, you know, the waiting period. But anyway, I, I said, sure, you know, contact, let me contact her, I contacted her. Um, you know, the nurse navigators and they, they, they did what they did and they got me an appointment set up ASAP and um, we had a snag in my insurance because my insurance would not allow me to go to Northwestern Hospital. That was not in the network. Oh, wow. I wanted to cry. Oh, gosh. But, yes. but this, here's another miracle that happened. My husband is in the insurance business. And so he says, you will not believe this, but they opened up the marketplace because of COVID and they reopened it. So people can have a chance to get whatever insurance they want. We immediately (laughs) found the insurance that took Northwestern uh, Hospital Network. Right. And so that was in Feb. So that was February. So we had to wait till March first. Yeah, That's when they took period. effect. Mm-hmm. Right. March first, immediately had the, called the office and they says, "Oh, you need a referral." why did we laugh this is so funny so relatable it's so relatable 
know. So, okay. So I'm calling every place because no, everyone is booked totally until like the end of April. Yeah. That to go in to see the doctor to get the referral. So finally I called the last person and says, and she says, oh, we have an opening for the end of March. And I said, can you get something sooner than that? And I told her the situation. I just told her. She says, you know what? You can do a tele, um, televideo. Yes. Right. Good. And she said, we can we can set that up for you. You don't have to come in and we can set it up for you tomorrow. <laughs> Another <Perfect>. miracle. <laughs> I was so happy. I was so happy. So that was set up and then got in. And at that point, um, the doctor saw me and I really appreciated her because she said, we're going to look at this as if you just came in and you just got the diagnosis. Perfect. All right. So, so where are wonderful. we? <laughs> so we are now in March of 2021. <laughs> March of 2021. By this time, the tumor that had found its way out of my nipple was about three centimeters outside. Outside of your nipple? Oh my goodness. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you had to have surgery. I had to have surgery. It yeah. had grown. Yeah, it had grown. And then it was, um, you know, it, ble it bled a little bit here and there and also had a stench, you know, and um, so... I took really good care of it. <laughs> it took really yeah. good because the doctors, you know, she took a picture of it and she said, what are you doing to take care of this? Because it looks really, she said, it, I hate to say it, it looks really good as a tumor on the outside. And um, I just told her what I was doing to take care of it. And, um, and there was no infection, no, you know, it, it was perfect. It was perfect. Yeah. yeah. And, um, so they did the ultrasound, they did the biopsy because they wanted to make sure nothing spread. And this is a miracle, another miracle that happened. When they went in for the biopsy of the lymph nodes, the lymph nodes were abnormal. So that meant, ah, you know, yeah. that's something, you know, something going on. Yeah. Um, so they, they did the um, major biopsy. And when they took the biopsy, the report came back, even though it had shown up as abnormal, it came up, there was nothing wrong with the lymph nodes. Oh, thank God. Thank goodness. Oh, and, thank God. <laughs> but the doctor says, I'm throwing that report out. I don't believe it. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> she says, oh, no, I just can't believe that. She says, they're, they're abnormal. So why isn't there anything wrong? You know, so... Um, next test, bone scan, no metastasis cancer, miracle number, the next miracle. Next test, CAT scan, CT, CT scan yeah, CT. of the whole body. Well, they forgot to do the lower. They did the lower, but not the upper. Um, but that came back, the lower, no cancer anywhere. By this time, we're like, yes, oh, my God, oh, my God. Blood test came back superb nothing, nothing, nothing. So they said, well, we got to do one more test. And that is with the um, upper. They didn't do the upper. And so I was like, okay, that's too close to after they did the, you know, the first one. And I was nervous because I had told them, first of all, my, my body has stayed in an alkaline state for so many months. 
and the barium. Yeah. I couldn't drink. I was like, I'm not drinking the barium. Is there an alternative? And they told me no. So I said, well, cancel the CT scan because I'm not drinking a gallon of barium that's toxic. And I haven't been toxic in all these months. Right. Um, so the next day they called me and said, there is an alternative to you drinking the barium. You can do the iodine intravenous. Oh, iodine. Great. And so that's what I did. And so I was nervous because of the iodine still being in my body and they wanted to do another CT scan so soon. But once again, God, he, he did it because I went to the place to get the CT scan and was nervous that, okay, here we go with the iodine again. But the lady, she put me in, we had a nice little conversation. She put me in the little tunnel and she put me in and I came in and I came back out. And I said, oh, is that a test run? <laughs> was that a test? She says, oh, no, you're done. You're done. I said, no iodine, no anything. She said, oh, no, you you already still have it in you. So we're, we're, we're good. I was like, oh, my God, I thank you for that one. I, I mean, that was a bonus. Yeah. So that, that came back, nothing, no metastasia, oh. cancer, no spread, no anything. Now they did see that the other tumor on the inside was one, one tumor would always get the mix up with which one was four and which one was three centimeters, Those but um, they were big. They're they big. big. <laughs> yeah. And so they, they had to do that. They scheduled the, the um, surgery for May 12th and um, I was ready. <laughs> I was like, yeah, this, yeah, you know, get rid of it. Yeah. yeah, this is, this is, I know it's no cancer, in my, you know, but this oh, has sorry. to go. This has to go. <laughs> yeah. No, I get you. I get you. Uh, that has to go. So they went in, they, they took what they took. And um, when they, when I came to, the doctor says, you can go home. You don't have to stay overnight. And I was like, really? She says, no. She says, the tumor that was on the inside shrunk to the size of a cyst. Two months. Wow. In wow. two months. Wow. They were surprised. They, wow. On the pathology report, it, it was like unremarkable how it went from three centimeter, 3.4 centimeters to 0.7 mm. And you had not done <laughs> any chemo, no radiation, no radiation to everything shrink anything. That, everything that you had done was spiritual, healthy living, healthy eating, changing your ways. And that's where you were. Mm -hmm. Wow. Proud mm -hmm. of you. Proud of Thank you. you. Amazing. It was a journey. I tell people that it was a journey. It was, it, it, was not as easy as it's sounding how I'm saying it. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was a lot of nights I would wake up with like panic attacks, yeah. um, mm -hmm. nervous attacks, just crying. They, you know, happen, it was they happen at night for me. That's when, is that for you too? Mm -hmm. You mm -hmm. know, I do great during the day and then yes. I, I, I lay down at night and the prayers start and the conversation starts and and then it's like a slippery slope. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> At night. Yes, yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah. So the, support the system and, wise. 
going through this, especially during COVID, what, Mm -hmm. what was your support system? Who could you lean on? Oh my God, my husband, it was phenomenal. He was, I, I mean, just, he stepped up to the plate. Like he became my caregiver. He became the person that you know, if I was crying, he let me cry, you know, and even, um, you know, the, the encouragement, the prayers, he would pray for me and that would make me cry even more. Oh my goodness. And cook, clean, I mean, everything, cook, clean, wash clothes. He was doing everything. I was like, so I are, like this. are you newlyweds? <laughs> that sounds like I, a newlywed thing. No, <laughs> this is a 40 year. You're talking oh 38, 40. Oh, yes. Yes. You're so blessed. He was awesome. phenomenal. He was really, um, he, he, I mean, it, because we, you know, our children are grown and they live outside of the home and our you know, youngest is in another state and then the two oldest, they're closer. My daughter was top. She was the one pushing, mama, you eating this? Did you get this? She bought me cookbooks. She did. She was, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she was another support. My parents, you know, they're still alive and they they were support, strong support. My youngest son, my old, the, the whole family supported me. Um, they never once and my daughter-in-law, she was another one. You can fight this. You yes, got yeah. this, you know, yeah. and pushing me. And my grandchildren, you know, they they were really, they're young, but they 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 knew something was going on and and they they would just love on me. And the youngest at the time, he was three, and he came up, he it was his birthday party. And this was when I was in the midst of the tumor hanging. And I didn't stay around people because, you know, I didn't want them to be offensive because, you know, this smell. And he came to me and he whispered, he said, Grandma, why are you, why do you stink? And I said, well, I explained to him that something was going on in my body. And the next time I see you, it will, it won't be like this, you know, because this was in April and then I had my surgery in May. And he looked at me, he gave me a hug, and then he went back on and played. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, as long as I got my okay. answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, yeah. it was my, I had a strong support system. Mm-hmm. How are you feeling today? I'm feeling wonderful. I'm okay. happy to be alive. I'm enjoying life. I just enjoy every single day. I wake up and I'm like, God, I thank you. And I got another day that I can share my story with others and I can just live and enjoy. I have four grandchildren now. At the time of this, I had two. Oh, congratulations. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. That's Don't great. let my mom hear four. that. Yes. <laughs> so the fight was because I wanted to be around for um, my grandsons. And now i um, you know, just to be alive and, and be a part of their lives and yeah. and to enjoy them. So it was a fight. It was a fight. And also um, a healing process yeah. took yes. place within me, um, not just the physical, but it was um, emotional and, and, and feel um, healing that took place in my life that um, there were some things that were deep down that I didn't know I had that um, came out during that process. So 
I'm I'm grateful for that part. So I'm free. Cancer, cancer changes us, you know, and it changes mm-hmm. our loved ones that are going through this journey with us. Mm-hmm. And that is one of the reasons we tar- we started Kissed by Cancer is because mm-hmm. I believe that I'm a better person today because yes. of the journey. Yes. And I love more. I appreciate more. I embrace life more. Everything is better. Um, and I can't say that I was that person prior to this diagnosis. I think we all kind of hippy dip along thinking we've got forever and we don't mm-hmm. think about it. And unfortunately now we think about it too much. Um, yes. But it also is a constant reminder that that we are so blessed to be mm-hmm. here on mm-hmm. earth. And, it is and have it this is. time. Yeah. So Maria, if someone was listening and they've just been diagnosed, they just got mm-hmm. that call. If you could give them one piece of advice, what would you say to them? I would say, listen to your gut. Mm-hmm. Listen to, you know, if you're, you know, if you believe in God, listen to what he's saying to you because he will direct you. He will lead you into the proper way. Um, A lot of times the protocol is a protocol that's for everyone instead of personalized. And so you want to really be in tune with what needs to be done for you. Conventional may be for you. You know, holistic is not for everyone. You may go half and half, but make sure that you definitely listen and, and take the time to think it out and don't rush into a decision and really um, be prayerful about it. Agreed. Yeah. I would have to say that listening to my gut as well has served mm-hmm. me well mm-hmm. um, off of most things that Lauren and I've discussed and gone through. Um, she'll even say, well, how does it feel about taking this or taking that? Mm-hmm. And there, there is a really strong gut message usually that comes out of a decision. So mm-hmm. I agree with that. I agree mm-hmm. with that. Yes. Yeah. So this is, sounds like a great organization. Mm-hmm. Great Thank organization. You. We're making yes. lemonade out of lemons. <laughs> we are. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no sugar. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> no sugar lemonade. <laughs> No, no, no. I no. still am not into sugar. <laughs> no. Well, Maria, thank, thank you so much for your time today. This has been a, such you. a roller coaster of, I feel like I went on it with you, even it was a compressed was. amount of time. And we are so blessed to be able to sit here and talk mm-hmm. with you today and learn from your thank story. You. And it's amazing how emotion and going, listening to your gut and being an advocate for yourself continues to be a theme mm-hmm. in so many survivors stories. So thank you so much yes. for your time today. Yeah. Thank you. You I are a beautiful you woman. Well. You are very thank beautiful. You. Thank yes. you. Okay. okay. Thank All the best. Thank you for listening to Kissed by Cancer. For more information, go to kissedbycancer.com and follow us on Instagram at kissed underscore by underscore cancer.